Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And the ESPY for Best College Athlete Women's Sports goes to... Jocelyn Allo, University of Oklahoma softball. I have no issues or problems with uh, Jimbo. He's done a great job at AM. He did a great job for us. I think the competition level raised, you know, from my standpoint, and I get asked that, especially from the Texas and the Oklahoma people, from their standpoint, I think it's going to change things quite dramatically. Swing and a high fly ball left field. Forget that one. Way back left field and out of here. Byron Buxton goes back to back with John Carlos Stanton. That was tattooed. A one-two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that's the ball game. The American League hangs on to win it 3-2. And they have won nine straight here in the Midsummer Classic. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, July 20, smack dab in the middle of your work week. T-Row in the morning show time. We bring it local now, and we blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Toby and TJ with you, your favorite morning buffoons. 45 days away now from a Sooner kickoff. I was on a phone call last night with someone. He said, um, how you feeling about the uh, anything we need to talk about for the uh, uh, football radio setup or anything you want to go over? And I was like, uh, get out of my face, please. I'm not talking about that until August. I didn't say that. I wasn't that harsh about it. But it's like, eh, please, please. Baseball ended like four days ago. We'll we'll talk about football in August. 45 days away, folks, from a sooner kickoff. We're going to talk some football this morning on the show here on the T-Row in the Morning Show, brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Hi, everybody. Um, It's not going to be quite as hot today. I mean, it's going to be terrible, but it's not going to be quite as hot today. TJ, I was driving home yesterday. My dash... Said 116. By the time I got to a stoplight and could take a picture of it, it was at 114. But at one point it said 116. That's the sun. That's how hot it is on the sun, TJ. Ain't nobody got time for that. We're only getting to 106 today. 
How about that, huh? And we got some rain out there right now, actually. There's some rain in the state right now. That's nice. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. How are you today, my friend? Um, My bestie. I'm here, which means I did not win the Mega Millions last night, nor did anybody. Nobody hit. So I'm here, and uh, we'll find out if I made a major mistake here this morning live on the air together. Hold on just a second. This will be interesting. Let's see. DJ seems to be drinking something. Hmm. Hmm. Ice coffee? No, I'll have to determine whether that was a mistake a little bit later. I'm not sure after just one drink. I uh, was getting my uh, lunch ready yesterday evening like I always do. I'm prepping, and I'll normally get my coffee ready the night That's before. That's adorable, so I, by I the get way. My, uh, that, is, that is adorable. Well, I work. I have to be at work all day. I don't sit at the house like some people in their underwear, okay? Right. I do a lot of underwear sitting. <laughs> so I was uh, <laughs> I was about to get my coffee ready, and I said, uh-huh. You know, it's 127 degrees outside. I don't know yeah. if I really feel like Legit. hot coffee. So no. I just put uh, a Yeti mug down and said, I'm going, uh, I've got a gallon of iced tea in the fridge. I'm going iced tea in the morning instead of coffee. Okay. So that's what I've got instead of my coffee. Right. So the question is not, is the iced tea any good? Just did I make the right decision? Right choice at this time of, of day. You know, I'm not, I don't well, I'm tell you, you made tea. the right choice. I don't care what it tastes like right now. You should not be drinking a hot beverage today. Yeah, I don't know. I think I may have would have rather have had my hot coffee. Oh, really? But yeah, but my tea's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, why didn't you go iced coffee? Um, well, then I would have had to go purchase it. I'm on a, I'm on a budget. I only do my iced coffees on Friday, Toby. I can't, I can't be. You spinning. can't make an iced coffee. Um, we make iced coffees at our house. Do you pour the hot coffee, coffee on ice? <laughs> yes, huh. that's why it's called iced coffee. Well, I mean, when they make it at McDonald's and stuff, I don't think it's necessarily heated coffee. It's just a uh, room temperature coffee that doesn't necessarily melt the ice. If that makes sense. I mean, I could have done that, but didn't. How do you think they get the coffee to be coffee? I know, but then, like I'm saying, at those places, it sits for a while. It, they get okay. it down well, to... You uh, can. You have the ability to let it sit for a while. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next time, think about it. I'll think Just about whatever. it. I'll think about if you're, it. If you're displeased with the iced tea, maybe that would it's, be a it's, better it's answer. It's quite tasty. I, love, I like my iced tea. You know that. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe you made the right choice. Maybe you made the right choice. I know. I know this is a. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today we'll spend three hours on iced tea. I hope so. And iced coffee. I hope so. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man, Teej. How was your Tuesday? It was good. Uh, watched the All-Star game last night. My life's been boring the last couple of weeks. I mentioned this last week while you're gone. This week's the same situation. It's supposed to be. It's July. Well, it's July, but I'm saying, like, I'm just there, you know, in the evenings and afternoons. My wife's at work. My kid's at camp. Like, there's no one in the house. You're alone. I'm alone. So it's just kind of is what it is. Do you have hobby? Do you have a hobby? Do you put together puzzles? Do you crochet? Do you big crochet? Uh, yeah, I'm a big crocheter. Do you do anything when you're home alone like that to keep yourself busy? Uh, do you paint? I did uh, a couple of loads of laundry yesterday afternoon. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then I 
cooked dinner last well, night. Well, she's for really got you trained, Katie doesn't I. she? I mean, it, it this hey. is uh, unbelievable. Our roles are not doing... gender specific in my house. My wife works her rear off. I take care of things around the house a little more than most men. Right. So I got no problem with that. I'd say you have any problem with it. I said she's got you trained. That's that well done by her. I don't Did know that it's trained. I don't have to be. I don't have to. to last I night? don't have to be told to do those things. I just do them. Right. Yeah. Even brainwashed. I can tell <laughs> right now. Even. You like doing it, right? You um, like doing it. I don't mind housework. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind some laundry or some cooking. Yeah. And mowing the yard. Yeah, I haven't had to do that in a while, though. And I don't, think I, I don't anticipate that. Uh, that's right, yeah. Does Katie do anything around the house yeah, she at works, all? It sounds she has, to me like you do everything uh, around She has the house. two careers um, and is at work from uh, – she gets up about 5.30 in the morning, gets home at 10-something at night. So I probably shouldn't hmm. complain about doing a load of laundry, you know? Right. Yeah. Calm down, Katie. Calm <laughs> down with all your careers. She's okay? up right now. She's at the gym. She'll be uh, <laughs> she'll be leaving for work here in just a little bit and won't get home till after ten o'clock tonight. So I'm just kidding. And you'll have you know I'm sure at some point you'll take her a nice meal. As right? a home going live this morning, go check out uh, if you're looking for a home in Norman. Go check it out. So it's a good time to be in real estate. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's a two-in-one situation because not only could she sell you the home, she could provide the security for it as well. That's that's correct. That's exactly right. Did you enjoy the All-Star game last night? Um, It wasn't like one of the better All-Star games, but it was an enjoyable game. I do enjoy it the was? last few years of the guys mic'd up. I get I get a big oh, kick yeah, out yeah, of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always entertaining. Like Jose Trevino was great last night, and Alec Manoa was uh, pretty good when he was in there, so... I enjoyed the mic'd up stuff. The game itself, you know, National League scored early. It looked like, all right, we may have something here. And then they didn't get another hit until the eighth inning. So um, it was a nice, tidy 3-2 game, but I found it entertaining. I caught about a third of the All-Star game. I did catch the part where Manoa was mic'd up. That was mm-hmm. sensational. Yes. That was sensational. Um, how would you feel about doing some of that in a regular game? Well, They've tried to start doing it a little bit more. They'll go to an inning here and there. They don't do it enough. I don't know about the pitcher. The pitcher and the catcher, that was awesome. When they were going back and forth and they were asking John Smoltz, hey, what should we throw here? And Smoltz was up in the booth telling them, obviously you can't do those things in the game. And you can't have the catcher talking and saying what he's going to have him throw you know, with the batter right there in a regular season game. But they do need to do more of it and figure out how to do it. Yeah. it, was, it it's a lot of fun. It really is. A lot even, of fun. If, even if you're just hearing the guy like whispering to himself and kind of mentally thinking through his process and everything, it would be kind of cool. But that that exchange was awesome between the catcher and Manoa and uh, John Smoltz. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, you couldn't have the announcer in their ear because the first time an announcer tells a guy in a regular season game what to throw and it gets hit out of the yard, right? right. Then fans are going wild. <laughs> like even last night, I was like, "Ooh, he told he told him to throw a back foot slider and he hit the guy." Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, this is going to lead to a run or something." But you know, you're always looking for a way to make baseball more um, modern or appealing to younger fans and things like that. I mean, that was big time. That was really cool to be able to hear. Now, I've heard, like, outfielders before, yes, you right. know. Yeah, and, we've seen that. 
And that's interesting. I mean, that is inter- first baseman when they're talking to the runners at first. That's all cool, very cool stuff. I don't know that I've ever heard a pitcher before. No, and, and or or hitters maybe they like don't that talk when they're a up lot. there and they're just kind of exchanging mm-hmm. with the catcher. And Jose Trevino has been with the Rangers. The Rangers had traded him to the Yankees this year, and he's an All Star right. this year. Oh, I had no you, idea. Right? I had no idea he had the personality that he had. He was with my team. Like I watched him a right. lot, but no right. idea he had that. And he was so happy to be there, and uh, you know, kept uh, kept talking. And they they he forgot to take the mic off, so they came to bat, and they're like, "All right, well, we're just gonna stay with you." And then they went through his at bat, and he got a base hit. And so, yeah, I think you, I think you do need some of that because, like I said, I had no idea he had the personality that he had. I seen him in interviews, and but you know. A, two-minute interview after a game, things don't stand out the way that they did in-game like that with him. So I I thought it was a lot of fun. I think the conversation, like, you know, in the uh, College World Series, they have mics on the umpire, the home Mm -hmm. plate umpire. Right. I think that's great. Like, the conversation between an umpire and a catcher and a hitter is fascinating stuff. Now, some of it's R-rated. And so maybe you got to do it when the games are on Apple TV or the streaming services or just put a warning up there or or whatever. But that's a way I think to make the sport more entertaining. And not not get in the way. Don't don't allow the announcers to be in their ear. That's in the way. Just play the game and and we're going to eavesdrop on what kind of talk happens out there. I, I like Again, this would be tricky because People would use it to cheat, but I'm always fascinated with what happens when a catcher goes out to the mound or a pitching coach goes out to the mound. You know, like what's actually said out there? A lot because you hear stories later about. Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about baseball. I asked him where we're going to dinner tonight, right. or you know, the Bull Durham conversations, things like that. So I don't know how you get around that without the Yankees listening into what the Red Sox are talking about on the mounds. But I don't know, just a little bit more. Audio access, I think, would really enhance baseball because that was really interesting last night. It was cool. It was cool when Big Poppy's running through the dugout talking to people and they're just kind of cutting it up. They're just laughing at stuff. I don't know. You like Poppy I a lot like more Poppy. than I do. I like Poppy I as think a broadcaster. I was like, dude, Poppy. He didn't say anything. He, he did was that. like, what do you think, was, man? That's what <laughs> was, that was what was funny. Dude, he just don't laughs. hit the ball so hard. He just Why laughs. Not, Pay this man. <laughs> Pay this man his money. Hey, when are you going home? I'm going home tonight. Ah, yeah! And he'd go on to the next year. <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing? You got a private jet? I do. You know it. <laughs> of course they've got private jets. They're all stars. <laughs> I don't know, Pop. I, I you, You're a lot more entertained by Poppy than I am. I just, he just he says he nothing. Fine. He just yells a word here and there. Yeah. You can't understand two or three of the words out of the my sentence. My man. And There's then he my says, man. my man, my and then man. just starts laughing. And you don't know what he's laughing at, but everybody else starts laughing. So I hey, laugh, too. put me in the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John Carlo, why you got to hit the ball so hard? <laughs> you sound no, nothing like he called him Carlo. <laughs> you sound nothing like Big Poppy. <laughs> I sound exactly like Big Poppy, okay? Just close your eyes, you would yeah, we need no, to have it on right. the pitcher, was... too, for the first time when uh, Alec Manoa's in a, a real game and the uh, ump calls a ball and he screams at him, John Smoltz says it, hit in the box, you loser! 
Yeah, we needed a mic on Alec Manoa when he was at West Virginia. <laughs> and <laughs> that would, he was that would come with Devin a, Perez. That would really come with a warning label, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, well, I think a lot of it would have to. You either got to have it delayed and edit it later, or you got to have it on the streaming services or something like that. But still, I mean, it would be a way to enhance. Or it's an extra, like, you know, we got an extra pay option for everything these days, TJ. We can watch the game regular on ESPN, but on ESPN Plus, we've got seven people mic'd up. Hey, you'd rather that might get that me there. Version. That might get me to yeah. the ESPN Plus. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're underway on a Wednesday. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, Norman uh, Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, Toby and TJ. Do you think the Sandman comes back now? And congrats to the hashtag HR Queen Jocelyn Allo. So I got a tweet last night asking me to talk OU baseball at 6.30. Okay. Well, from we someone got, we I think is going to be segment. in the car. Okay. So let's let's punt, and next segment let's talk OU baseball because I think yesterday was a big day, and I want to I go over that. So. Um, sorry, Gunny uh, of Stutzman's Army. You will have to wait five minutes. Uh, what's your guy's prediction of the weekend starters next year for OU? Well, that's the same thing. We'll, yeah. We can let Toby get into that next uh, Boy, segment. Uh, yeah, I might have to do some research on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get with you, Texter, off the air. Uh, good morning from uh, beautiful Grand Marias, Minnesota. You think I pronounced that right? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. On the banks of Lake Land Superior. Of 10, lakes. I have y'all okay. with me to keep me warm as the temperature is a cool 52 degrees here. Boomer. Well, now you're just, just, again, rubbing it in on a daily basis now how cool it is up there in Minnesota. Hey, get back with us in the wintertime, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 918 Chris says, I cook. That's why I always ask. Dinner? Mm, okay. Um... Well, what did you Last have, 918, Chris? Had... You're always asking us. You never tell us what you have. Salmon and rice for us last night. Salmon and rice. Uh, I did some of my uh, balsamic garlic powder uh, Brussels sprouts. and. Uh, you like the sprouts? I love the sprouts. Really? Love mm. is a strong word. You love Brussels this sprouts? This is one of those things... Did you and I talk about this recently, or was it Drake and I last week, about, you know, as you get older, there's things you like that you hated uh, when you were younger. The Brussels sprouts, one of of them. I had them about four or five years ago, and I said, well, these are outstanding. And uh, since then, I've been on a big, strong Brussels sprout run. I enjoy them, yeah. I can – I'm totally with you. There are a lot of things um, uh, that you like as you get older. And I can tolerate the sprouts. But I don't love them. The I don't love them. 
if my wife makes them or if, uh, you know, I'm in a situation where somebody, I mean, you got to really season those bad boys up to make them tolerable for me. Like, I, I just like, they're fine. But, um, yeah, okay, there you go. Good, good meal last night by you. No. We we had intentions of firing up the flat top the griddle last night. Yeah, but just couldn't pull the trigger on. Uh, <laughs> just had to go throw it out there on the sidewalk. It would have fit. Uh, would have uh, cooked nah, quick. I was like, why don't we do? Why don't we stay inside tonight and uh, we'll, we'll we'll hit the flat top maybe tomorrow night. Nine one eight. Chris has hit us back. Spatch cooked blackened chicken quesadillas and refried beans. How about that? That sounds. That sounds good. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I think we're, yeah, we're caught up. It was the private question I've got to answer. So, can I yep. tell you what I'm struggling with right now in my life? Is that okay? I mean, we're we're that's what we're, we're here friends. for. Yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to help uh, you. Not everything was great on my vacation. Can I be honest with you? Not well, everything sure. was great. I ran into a creature that I have not met before, and it wasn't a bear. Uh, and. As far as I could tell, there was no spray for this creature because I tried. They had the biggest, most unflappable, biting flies in Montana that I've ever seen. <laughs> when you first started this, I thought you were going to twist off into the teenage daughter. <laughs> no. <laughs> species a side I, of that came I up could, that you had never seen before there, that is a different species yes that is a different species um no they got these so we went golfing up there and apparently they only appear for uh like two or three weeks a year um and they are giant flies like twice the size of a of a normal fly and we'd be golfing, and this fly would land on you. And you know how you like if a fly lands you, you just kind of wave your hand over it, and sure. it flies away? Yeah, just get out of here. These guys are – you could pick them up with your finger. They are not going anywhere. You, you, they, they do, they're undaunted. And you could pick them up and, and either toss them away or squash them or whatever you want to do. They don't – they're not scareable. And they bite like – they're like pinching your leg they bite and i got these little fly bites all over my legs from montana that are just driving me bananas when i try to sleep at night i like i I don't know if it like it's because it gets hot under the covers or what the deal is but uh these montana flies bit the crap out of my legs and i've said this for years (laughs) mosquitoes love my legs right i must have like juicy very attractive legs to mosquitoes and the same for these Montana biting flies, man. I I got bites all over me, driving me. I, I keep thinking every day, well, today will be the day that the itching will subside. Because it's been like a week now. Today will be the day the itching. And it just keeps getting worse. I think I'm allergic to the biting flies of Montana, Teach. It's a problem. I wonder why they get so big there. I've had a fly like that. And when they bite, it hurts. So I I know what you're talking about, but... Um, you rarely see them that size around here. I don't know. I Googled it up because, like, that night I was back at the uh, condo, and I was like, I got to look at, well, like, what are these flies? I've never seen anything this big before. So I looked up biting flies, Big Sky Montana. And there's, like, pages and pages of 
you know, information on these things and, and a lot of people asking, hey, what are the weeks that the flies appear in Big Sky? Because we want to make sure we plan our vacation around <laughs> these flies. And I, I never, nobody ever told me about these flies. Not that it, I could have changed when we went, but apparently there's a very specific, you know, three, four week period, kind of like a June bug, you know, where they appear, they bite the crap out of everybody, and then they leave. And they and they bother animals too. I mean, I think they are big into like landing on the deer or or whatever else and and bothering them too. But man, they got after me good. They never uh, show that in the television show Big Sky. They never have a problem with uh, a giant. Well, maybe flies, this you know? season we'll have a Big Sky epi- <laughs> a Big Fly episode. You're welcome, Kevin Costner. I don't, what do I have to write your show for you? Anyway, that's what I'm. Now that's the bad. Can I tell you something good? Um, I had a package delivered to me yesterday, TJ. Hey, now. Very exciting. I didn't know what it was. I didn't rec- recognize the return address, and when I opened it up, inside there were four large packages of old trapper beef jerky get out of here one of each flavor or 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 i don't know how many flavors they have four different flavors there was original peppered teriyaki and hot and spicy that's like L- a, the large that's like kind, a 400 dollar like package you had delivered yesterday. yeah it, it was like the 40 dollar sized beef jerky and a note a note in it from the old trapper people. Thank you for. And I don't have the note in front of me. I'd read it, but it was. I paraphrase. Thank you for uh, talking about our partnership with the Big Twelve uh, and giving us some social media love. And they included a picture of the uh, old trapper photo that I took going out to Lubbock when you know when we did the on-air taste test, right? And. Uh, it said, uh, "Enjoy, enjoy some of our uh, beef jerky." And uh, so, how about that, Teach? Little look little uh, Paola Plugola from Old Trapper. Look at, look at you! One of these days, maybe one of these people will realize somebody else is on this show too and likes beef jerky and cars and mowers. Jeez! Now, what is your favorite of those four <laughs> styles? Uh, what is your favorite beef jerky? Uh, if I'm being honest, um, I'm more of a beef stick guy than a beef jerky guy. So I mean, how pretentious <laughs> are you? <laughs> hey, listen, I think that there's a pretty good chance, you know, fingers crossed, you might be running into f- some free Brussels sprouts and keep talking <laughs> yeah, them up I like hope this. So. <laughs> bring, them, bring them on, Green Giant. I'll take all the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, so I, I am sitting on a gold mine of beef jerky right now. Actually, uh, my family got after it when I, I brought it home last night, and Chloe and Tri- Peyton ate a whole bunch of it. You got, Trevor wolves, you got a pack of wolves living at your house. It's just gone. Well, that's true. Trevor hates the smell of beef jerky hates it he will not allow it to be eaten in a car really if he's in the car yeah he he gets very angry and like disgusted by the smell of any kind of beef jerky 
so we got to keep it away from him, but the rest <laughs> of us like it. So Anyway, thank you to the old Trapper people. Now, I did also, DJ, remember we talked a lot about Bush's baked beans on the show yesterday, too, <laughs> and their new partnership with the SEC. So I just want to remind folks about Roll that beautiful how much bean we, footage. we enjoy. That's right. We enjoy Bush's baked beans. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, let's talk about uh, the MLB draft yesterday. Exciting day for a bunch of uh, Sooners yesterday. Let's start with that. David Sandlin, 11th round to Kansas City. Uh. Chaz Martinez, 17th round to Kansas City. Back Javier off, Ramos. Kansas City. Javier Ramos to the Rockies in the 18th. Jarrett Godman to Boston in the 19th. Brett Squires signs a, a free agent deal with Kansas City. O, uh, OU transfer portal commit Kale Davis from OSU. Drafted in the 16th round by Toronto. And OU transfer portal pickup Kyle Nevin from Baylor drafted in the 11th round. So great for all those guys. Congratulations to all of them. Um, As far as I know, all of them will go play professional baseball now. As far as I know. I would say... I would personally be surprised if we find out any of them don't if if um i i hold out possibility for martinez and sandlin just because more, more martinez than sandlin my, my feeling is sandlin didn't go in the top 10 because his number wasn't met and then immediately we find out he goes in the 11th that makes me think overnight the royals met his number that that leads me to believe the Royals had a little extra cash laying around and said, you know what, let's go get Sandlin. Let's pay him what he wants. And that's probably what happened. So I think probably Sandlin is gone. I don't know about Martinez. I would, you know, may, the possibility I would think exists that you could say, listen, 17th round, congratulations and all, but if you come back, we can make you into a, top 10-round guy or top 5-round guy or whatever you think he could uh, potentially be. But I think you have to live under the assumption all those guys are gone. So that being said, kind of a devastating day, honestly, for OU baseball. I mean, you know what I mean. It's always great when your guys go play professional baseball. That They had more guys drafted than any other program in America. 11 Sooners drafted. Like Tennessee had 10. 20-something percent of the players out of the Big 12 were OU Sooners. So, right. I think 11. So, that's all yeah. great. It's It speaks to your program. It speaks to what Skip is doing. It speaks to what Reggie did, all that kind of stuff. That That is all fantastic. I don't mean that in any way. But your roster next year has been massively um, uh, decimated by this draft. And maybe some guys come back, but even some of the big transfers now that you were bringing in, Cale Davis, I don't know. 
Maybe like Kel Davis is another guy that, you know, 16th round is great and all, but if can Skip make him into a top five round guy? Maybe, maybe he changes his mind. We'll see. Um, but assuming that none of them do, whew, I mean, they got raided. They got raided. And so they're going to have to kind of revisit the transfer portal, in my opinion, and say, all right, what else is out there for us? Because we have more available scholarships than we thought we were going to have, potentially. Um, so, we'll, I mean, we'll, I don't know. I have The person asked, what's the rotation look like next year? I have no idea, man. Yeah, you just don't I at have this point no until August 1st, and you know what decisions have been made by the – or sooner if they let you know sooner what their decisions are. Yeah. You, you've still got some guys coming in that could help you out. you still got some of these guys that maybe decide I could do better next year. I think there's a guy – like the one guy that comes to mind is a Carson Atwood that I think could factor in somewhere. Remember, he got that start in the Big 12 tournament and was really good. Uh, I think that gave you a little bit of a hint as to what they think about him in the future. Uh, but, boy, I don't know, Teach. I, I, this is going to be an entirely different-looking team next year. And, well, other than those freshmen that were stars last year, the, but those are hitters for the most part. You know, the Jackson Nicholas and the Wallace Clark, Kendall Pettis will be back, John Spikerman. Um. But we are going to look back. We don't have to look back. We can look now. The talent that they had on last year's team that we just had no idea when the season started. None of us did. I mean, you like you said yesterday, you knew about Peyton Graham and you knew the potential of Cade Horton and you thought, you know what, Jake Bennett's been a nice piece. If he could come together this year, the pros are going to like the fact that he's a big lefty. You know, that, those are the kind of thoughts you had. And that was fair. That was fair. And to end up having 11 guys drafted is amazing. Now, here's the positive side. I think out of this, well, the positive side is way to go, guys. OU just churned out a bunch of pro guys. That's a, that's a great reputation to have. The other positive is this. They're going to have some scholarship uh, uh, money and availability now for sure to go hit that portal of you know what's remaining and say listen you know we got space who wants to because you just don't know you just it's hard to make promises before the draft to guys who want to come play for you and go i think i'm gonna have some scholarship money for you but i just don't know exactly who's gonna get they definitely got space they got roster space and they're gonna have scholarship money to be able to go out now and some guys that are still looking around say, uh, come play for us. So they're going to have to make some moves in that regard. And and you look at Skip, too, and people already knew what he could do for you as a pitcher. A word was already out there about that. But now you add the winning and success that he's had on top of that, and you just keep looking at, hey, if you're a weekend rotation guy for this guy, you're you're getting paid. You're going to the pros, and you're going to make money. Um, oh, there's no doubt about that. He keeps that. getting every, you know, all three guys drafted the last few years. So there's no doubt about that. And you can rebuild through the transfer portal quickly mm-hmm. 
But the, I mean, the problem there is a lot of guys have already found new homes. That's through true. The That's portal. true. Uh, but it doesn't mean you can't still find a. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of guys still out there. You just got to do your due diligence. No, the big picture is unbelievable year for OU, not only on the field but in the major league draft. That's the big picture. The immediate um, consequences for next year's team, I don't know, man. The day they were gutted by this draft. The, the roster was gutted by it. And it changed in 24 hours because yesterday we were like, holy cow, look, nobody took Sandlin, nobody took Martinez. You've got uh, these guys coming in, OU's looking great. And then yesterday they just keep going off the board. And you're like, what good for them. But, like, if I was Chaz Martinez, I don't know that I'd go. Well, Sandlin now, that's could easy even to sit say. back and, and think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could really drastically improve his stock. But, like you said, did the way they can maneuver money and signing bonuses and stuff, did the Royals move money from somewhere to get him where he wanted? And if they didn't and they said, we're just going to take a chance that he will sign – you know, maybe he's back, but I'm I'm with you that they probably moved some money somewhere and said, we're getting a guy that's a higher quality talent than at the 11th round, and we're going to take him here and, and give him his money. Yeah. I mean, if he had gone in the 14th round, I think there's a chance that yeah. that was just a shot in the dark. The fact that he went immediately when the day started, that's fishy, right? I mean, that leads me to believe that there was a meeting overnight, and they were like, so I, I, if you're David Sandlin, what you do is, you know, with the leverage of coming back and maybe being the Friday night guy for skipping him, you throw out a high number, right? Say, listen, I'll go pro, but you're going to have to pay me, I don't know what the number is. Let's say it's a million dollars. I don't know. I may I may be way off, but just for the sake of this conversation. Let's say I want a million dollar signing bonus uh, or I'm going back to the pros. That's a really high number for me, I'm probably not going to get it, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Royals go through their first 10 rounds, look around, go, hey, we still got, we're kind of flush still here. Let's go give Sandlin what he wants. We're getting him at a, uh, yeah, I can't believe he's still around. And now you kind of got to do it, right? If you're David, you kind of go, well, I put my number out there and they met it. So, I mean, you don't have to, but. Right. I would lean to believe Sandlin's gone just because of the circumstances of how it all went down. I don't like how your attitude's changed in the last 24 hours. Chaz, Chaz in the 17th, like, I feel like you give him a year under skip, starting rotation, like, he could do way better than that. Way better than that. A lefty with a mid-90s fastball, you know, who is unpolished, I feel like they could make him into a top five-around guy. So maybe you hold out some hope there, but all in all, OU baseball is gonna they gotta they got some regrouping to do, I think, and go figure out like we gotta go attack the portal again because we got a whole bunch of vacancies right now. We'll be back. Stream at home, shop the latest ref gear, read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street magazine, and listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ with you this hour, brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Hey, can I add one thing real fast about the baseball? Add two things if you would. 
Um, our, Braxton Dothit, who they got from Lamar, is definitely going to factor in somewhere. Great starting pitcher last year. I think he'll be probably in the weekend rotation. And the Jamie Hit kid that they got from Texas Tech, I don't know if he's a bullpen guy or a starter, but he'll help out too. I forgot about Dothit. Dothit, I think, will be a part of the rotation in some regard. He's a really nice player. Okay, go ahead. Olive oil and Cavender's seasoning is great on Brussels sprouts, this texter says. Right, Should I know what Cavender seasoning is? What is that? I don't know that I know what Cavender seasoning uh-huh. is. Sounds I think it's like, a type of seasoning. Sounds like something like they do on the ranch. Uh, Toby, it sounds like you're just describing horse flies. We've had several horse fly texts come in. Those are horse flies, probably horse flies. Uh, I think that's what they're referred okay. to around here, but you don't see them as often, I don't think. Right. Um, horse flies moved to Montana. I guess I, I guess hot. I don't hang. A, I guess I don't hang around a lot of horses. Right. Uh. Let's see here. Those are all horse flies. Uh, tough day for OU as it relates to next year, as Toby alluded to. Pitching loses jump off the page, but losing the two, three, four, five hitters in the lineup is tough to see. Skip and company can recover, but it could be 2024 before we see an Omaha run. Okay. And then this one wants yeah, to Yeah, I know. mean, if they, if they get gutted like this and are back in Omaha again next year, it would be one of the great turnarounds. It would be unbelievable. We'll see. I mean, hey, they got a lot of – they are very appealing right now. So we'll see if they can work some magic. You have something else before we go top no, of the we're hour? No, we're good. Here? We're good here. Okay. Top of the hour, 7 o'clock. We'll be back.